If you ask me, nothing stinks more than when your husband Dutch ovens you with a big, ripe, juicy one and then holds your head down under the covers. Except maybe body odor. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Lumi whole body deodorant. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control everywhere from your pits to your feet and yes, even those private parts. As a special offer, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at lumideodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You guys know I absolutely love Lumi. I rock it everywhere I go. I work long hours. So if I'm doing like a podcast run or if I'm out at one of my husband's shows or just overall anxiety ridden and I'm sweating, Lumi has saved me so many times, especially a toasted coconut. I feel like it masks my odor a little bit more and especially that right armpit that always smells like beef stroganoff. If you know, you know. Once again, as a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Is this thing on? Nowadays, nothing really is ice. Only one of me and nobody's like me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's ice. I got what you on, blink and she freeze. Photo, please, photos. No, no, jeez. No, no, no. What's up, you sexy motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of Dumb Blonde. We got a rock star in the house, and I am so excited. My dear, sweet friend, Michael Vampire. How are you doing, buddy? I am doing good. Great to be on the show. <laughs> it's so good to have you here. Like, I'm really stoked to have you here. So for those of you who don't know of Michael, he's in a band called Dead Girls Academy. What's up with that, buddy? So you were in Vampires Everywhere, right? Correct. And then it kind of, did it morph into Dead Girls Academy? Was it a name change or was it just a whole change? It was an entire change. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was on, actually, it was on Warped Tour, I think, 16 with uh, Ronnie. Yep. Radke, Ballin' Reverse guy. Mm-hmm. Um, we were roommates and um, a couple of their management and a couple people at Warped Tour approached me and said, hey, man, probably should start something fresh. You know everybody and you have a cool thing going on. Yeah, totally. And, um, it was devastating to hear that, but I thought, you know what? Might as well try something new, and that's what led to it, yeah. Yeah, I love that. And yeah. you guys just dropped a new song, Doves and Glass House. Actually, you dropped a couple, right? Yeah, we dropped a couple. Um, so the album is Doves, Doves and Glass House. Okay. And the recent thing we dropped, 
thing, my song. We dropped <laughs> is Inside Out, and we had uh, Jinx from Black Veil Brides on it. Which is crushing it in the numbers, cool. right? It does, really great. I'm so excited for great. you. Especially during the pandemic, which is a weird time. You know what? I feel like people, um, more people are um, just absorbing music and content during the pandemic. Our, my husband and I put out so much content this last year, and our numbers fucking skyrocketed. The podcast literally got over 500,000 downloads. That's amazing. That's well, downloads. Thank that's you. A, that's and that's weird. like insane. So I feel like people, this is the time to drop all this shit, right. you know? It is. So let's go back. When did you like come out of the womb singing? Like, was that your uh, thing or was it just taught? Was music always in your family? No, absolutely not. No. Um, okay. Yeah. My, uh, my mom, my dad were against um, me going in that direction. Um, even from, you know, I lived in Florida for a while. They were against me surfing. They were against me skateboarding. Was it a religious family? Not at all. No. Uh, they were just like, yo, if you go down this direction, We've seen it before, and we're it'll scared. just get worse. And they were right; it got, right. It got worse. Um, <laughs> my uh, my blood father. Um, I think he turned out pretty good, though. Thank. Well, you said it. Uh, my blood father played bass. Right. Um, so I ended up playing bass first. Oh, so uh, my dad plays yeah. bass. Really? I love that. Yeah. It's the instrument you can play to be in a band if you're not that talented. Right. Well, my dad's a guitar player. He went from that's playing right. lead guitar to bass. So. Oh well, that's completely yeah. different. Yeah. Hence my thing with musicians. So. Oh, for real. That's why. <laughs> Yeah, well, issues. bass was easy for me. Right. Um, so I picked that up and I had a lot of bands with bass. And, and uh, I got really sick of dealing with the egotistical lead singer. Yes. And so I became one instead. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, this is right up my alley. Exactly, yeah. I yeah. love it though. Yeah. I don't think you're too that egotistical no, I'm though. Not. I, I think you're like, I think you're super smart and like just the way you present yourself. I was watching actually one of your videos the other day where you were talking about trolls online. Mm. And I thought it was so endearing because a lot of people that have your following and that are in your... Um, like, I don't, I'm not going to name names, but most people will go online and fight with trolls. Right. And you were just pretty much like giving advice, like, Hey man, don't do this. Like, don't let it affect you. Does the trolling ever affect you? Not anymore. Yeah. Um, when I was in vampires everywhere, I got my full share of that with, um, is anyone up? And, right. uh, I was in the oh news. Oh my god! For, uh, is you remember anyone? that shit? <laughs> Holy um, shit! Was Hunter? your was your little your your jiggly bits on there? Or uh, what, no, what's no. going on? Actually, I wish that was the case. Yeah, because okay. that, Then I would have been then I would have been more revered. But no, right. Um, my tour manager was best friends with Hunter at the time of okay. Vampire, so I had a free pass. Um, when they got into an argument, that's when um, I got put up there. Oh shit! Um, but I was in the press a lot for a lot of weird stuff. The makeup yeah. thing wasn't a big thing back then. Right. And it was just me and Motionless and White the dude right. over there. And that's He's my hall pass, by the way. So you got to put in a good word for me. Oh, Chris? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Chris is, so, well, he's sober too. You guys can relate on that. Good. There we go. See, we'll you just have, have a, a we'll just have a sober sex party. Yeah. That's all I want to do. That's all you need to do. Yeah, that's all I, I want. Think you'd be, oh, my God. <laughs> I think you'd be good with that. I think you'd be good with that. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Um, okay, so real quick, let's rewind back to the um, the trolling. So when you were talking about this, you said that, you know, people come against you all the time. How do you make it not affect you? Because I get trolled every fucking day too. Cause sure. I'm literally, I got my butthole on the internet. So <laughs> I literally get trolled all the time. Right. And it, it, sometimes it's like, what the fuck? You know, it's like, dude, leave me the fuck alone. And then other days I'm just like, you know what? This is cool. Sure. Whatever. This, this, obviously I made it, you know, if somebody has something to say. It's hard. Um, Rob Zombie said it best. He said, if, you know, if you're not hated, you haven't achieved success. Right. Um, I've always lived by that. And, um, I use that. 
you know, really at, at the end of the day, I mean, I've been hurt by some of my, my best friends, Yeah. you know, and you learn a lot, you know, going through, I mean, especially the industry, entertainment absolutely. industry. The music industry is so shady, dude. It's absolutely insane. I see what my husband yeah. goes through and he's not even in the rock industry. He's yeah. in the other side of well, it's it. It's still hard on that side of the show. Dude, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You just get, you got to. You got to take it with a grain of salt. Um, it took me a long time, but it, it's learning your self-worth. Mm -hmm. What are you worth and right. what are you about? And if you know that, it's a lot easier to take the hate. Yes. You know, I, I, I haven't received a lot of hate since I started Dead Girls Academy. And honestly. Because you guys are fucking rad. Well, I appreciate that. But mm -hmm. it actually hurt my ego. Oh. Because I was like. That's different. Man. Am I not being successful? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, like, so right, right. We've started to get a little bit more hate as I'm more vocal. Right. So I would say to you, I mean, you're killing it. So right. keep killing it. And without the hate, you know, gotcha. you're not really making it. Right. Gotcha. Let's go back to your childhood. So parents were against it. You started playing bass, all that jazz. What was your first band? When did you decide that you were going to put a band together? And what was oh, your man. first band? I um, always love to hear first band names. Used Goods. No way. Yeah, it was called Used It's like goods. my vagina. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. Well, they have surgeries for that now. So you can, yeah, I've already but. had it. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Oh like, this took a turn for the, the worst. Okay, so Used Goods was your first uh, band yeah, name. Yeah. Okay, and what kind of music did you guys do? Was this in your parents' garage? It was close to it. Um, yeah. It was pop punk. Okay. Um, I was obsessed with Green Day, MXPX, you know, um, No Effects, Propaganda. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still I'm laughing. Oh, it's past. cool. Yeah, yeah. It's... <laughs> You know, not as damaged as a used pussy, but it was. <laughs> Sorry. Your, a used pussy actually probably sounded better, to be your, honest. <laughs> you know, your reaction honest. is what cracked me up. Okay, so, because I'm, I literally say shit that I'm just totally joking around That's about. Just, okay. I don't, it's, I, it's fine with me. <laughs> All right, so it was pop punk. Pop, yeah, yeah. So, kind of like, who could we compare that to? Like Mayday Parade? I would. Of? Oh, God. No. Um, <laughs> no. That was older emo music. So, okay. we were. We were Real pop punk. Okay, like gotcha. We were like no effects. And oh, we were, okay, okay, okay. You know, if you call no effects pop punk, I mean, right. to me they are. Um, you know, early Blink 182. That's okay, what yeah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. And then it just kind of morphed from there. You just started touring, or how did that? How did that yes. come about? I actually met um, a guy named Richard from Drive Through Records, uh -huh. and uh, he kind of mentored me. Are you signed it, right now? I currently am. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. we'll get to that. Yeah, anytime. Um, yeah, Richard mentored me pretty much my whole life um and he owned drive through and he had all those bands like newfound glory and finch and right, all those okay. great bands and um he took me on a very weird ride um <laughs> i used to have to crack his back sorry richard if you hear this i used to have to crack his back and he flew me around places right uh, you know so i kind of learned <laughs> i kind of learned the industry through this through this man and how you know because i was obsessed with the label and he showed me what to do, but I right. mean, it sent me on a roller coaster ride of starting right. one million bands after that. So, yeah. Right. So, okay. So when you, when you say uh, it took you on a ride of starting one million bands, was that just to find your sound or was it because you and your bandmates couldn't get along or it's gotta be hard it because is, it's always hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're dealing with other people um, well, and, yeah, and do, men yeah. and egos and sure, you know, sure. so everybody wants to be an alpha until it's time to do alpha shit. Exactly. So, mm. Well, the, the new age way of doing it, you mentioned made a parade. I mean, I wish I started at that point because right. that would have been a more um cohesive idea right you can put that together you could put it on certain uh platforms and people right. be like oh i hear that but when i started there wasn't you know there was still napster that right. came out <laughs> right, i was right. on mp3.com right. do you remember okay. that weird yes, shit yes totally yeah so, lime wire um, and shit all that no 
But I, I, the, the reason for the change of bands is that I was trying to please um, this label owner for a very long time. Gotcha. Okay. And they kept giving me advice. And um, Do you find yeah. when you're signed with a label or you have a label involved, do you find that they control your persona way more? Like you're not as free. You can't be as free. Do you mean now or then? Then and now. Um, then I would say that would be more prevalent. Right. Now, no. Now you're like you're like a fucking OG gangster. Well, like, b- besides myself, I mean, more labels are more concerned with, hey, you've got a following. Do you sell records? Right. Um, they don't want to change something that's already working. Right. If it's working. And I think a good example of that would be like, why did MGK go pop punk? Right. Because um, <laughs> I'm sure Interscope and Bad Boy sat there going, hmm. I think it was a good turn for him, though. I think it was an excellent turn I, He for him, literally yeah. had, like, the fucking soundtrack of the summer with Bloody Valentine, I believe. He really did. Didn't hurt having Megan Fox in it. And, Dude. Yeah. I would love some Megan Fox. I would have loved some Megan Fox until, <laughs> until. I saw that go down. Oh, and then I'm no. like, so yeah. now she's like, so she's used goods now. She is used goods. <laughs> there we go. We could you totally know, we, use it. Brian Austin Green, I, I grew up watching 902 and yeah. I was like, you First get, of all, how pass. the fuck did Brian Austin Green pull that? Like, I want to know what kind of issues she has, daddy and mommy issues, <laughs> to fucking have hooked up with and had three kids with Brian Austin Green. Well, she probably grew up watching 90210 as well. I and mean, they were at comes- the Peach Pit, and you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. He got all up in her Peach Pit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's. So, what was the first tour that you got that you went on? Ever. Uh, yeah, ever. Um, I was in a U-Haul cargo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was in the back of it. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Yeah, it Sounds was comfortable. Crazy. It was crazy. I've actually, I've done about, fuck, 10 to 13 tours with my husband, and we started out with the U-Haul van. You had the U-Haul. Mm-hmm, the U-Haul you had the van. cargo U-Haul with the nothing van, in the back? The cargo van, yes. You had a van? Yes. The, See, the one we were with in the that. windows. We were in the moving truck. Oh, shit. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, we were We, we were um, absolutely sure how to do those things back then. Oh, my so God. So two people up front, the rest in the back sitting on just benches. Just sliding around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. You just put on roller skates and make a video back there we could have roller skated as well to california would have been probably more pleasant that is crazy so did you guys open up for somebody or was it it was just you guys it was just us back then it wasn't like that okay Uh, the florida scene changed florida scene had like poison the well and those kind of bands like um going through there and uh we were like okay so we got to escape this newfound glory stuff and go all the way to california and try to test our ourselves there right so we um booked our own little way um, and we, you know, we booked all the show. I, I mean, I booked all the right, shows. Right, right. So they, you guys didn't have a tour manager or anything like that. Oh, you were pretty that. much the tour manager. Yeah, yeah, no, that didn't exist then. Yeah. Dude, that's no. crazy. Yeah, so, I didn't find out about tour manager until I got uh, signed to Century Media. I was just about yeah. to say, so when, what was the first record label that you ended up getting signed with? I will say Besides the one dude whose um, back you besides had Besides being put into bands <laughs> on different record labels, I would say that it would be, Century Media would be the singer version of me right. that got signed. I guess we can start from there. Okay. Now would be Century Media in, in So California. you've had like a whole fucking journey in this industry. Yeah, it's yeah. You're well-versed though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, so when you, when was the time that you actually like looked out in the crowd and you were like, dude, I'm actually doing something with this music? Interesting. Um, that would be, I thought it was a Black Veil Bride store with Hot Topic when mm-hmm. I looked out there, but it was <laughs> actually with a band called Extra Pan. Okay, I've never Have heard, you heard of, them. of them. No. That made two of us at the time. <laughs> uh, we were recording with Fred Archambault, who was with Event Sevenfold okay. at the time, and we were in his garage where he recorded. Right. And uh, we got this tour then, and I told him, I was like, what is 
what is Extra Japan? Right. Why is everyone so excited at the label? And it turns out it's one of the biggest bands in Japan that's ever For been. some reason, Japan's fucking music scene is yeah. insane. It's insane. Like fucking, what is that called? Their band called BTS or something? That they're like <laughs> fucking huge. And these dudes that, look yeah. like little boys. It, and well, it's, it's... Yeah, visual. it's visual you. It has, it has this whole visual aspect to it. So they, you know... Um, I'm happy for them that they made it because what they right. go through over there in Japan right. is bananas. Oh, um, but this this extra well, Japan band was like Motley Crue. Oh, okay, gotcha. Different, I different. could not imagine fucking Asian rockers like that. Can you imagine the Japanese Motley Crue? Neither could I because that's what that was. They <laughs> right. had sushi chefs on tour. They had, they had five different buses. The Must dude be had his fucking own nice. Mastercard. And on the Mastercard was his face and Hello Kitty. He was the only person ever sponsored by uh, Sarno. Which is, I think I'm saying it right, Sanrio. Which is oh, okay, Sanrio, yeah. yeah, Sanrio. San yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. So didn't know that. Um, so that we looked out to about ten thousand people at the in New York. Yeah. I think it was a Roseland Ballroom. Yeah. What's and that was like, oh, okay. And we sucked. Oh. Oh, it no, was bad. Oh no, we worst. were so bad. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried to. Be, I mean, I was so hammered at the time. <laughs> I thought I might have been good. Yeah. But I was not good. <laughs> Do you perform drunk all the time? My husband does. He drinks two bottles of fucking tequila while he's on stage every time. Terramana, sorry, The Rock. We got to shout out The Rock. Um, That's cool. Yeah, yeah, fucking, he'll drink two bottles. Do you find that you perform better when you're drunk? Um, Now? Drunk? Yeah. Would be a little too much for me. Yeah, I think I'm more really, really, really good looking. No, I'm just really, really really good looking. I'm really buzzed. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm a buzz enough to remember where everything goes. Right. If I was, I've done drunk before on Warped Tour 12. I used yeah. to take a bottle of Honey Jack. Yeah. And drink it on. It got to the point where I started bringing it because I was like, can't live without it. Yeah. Um, but I was screaming then. <laughs> this is my mouthwash. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're doing melodic shit, mm-hmm. you have to remember where you're sitting. And yeah, because your vocal cords get so loose when you're drunk too. Oh, it's, it's for me being, having that alcohol in you is, is. It's fantastic. Yeah, you like yeah. it. So where where do your parents stand with this now? Are they proud of you or are they still pissed off? Well, um, both my fathers are dead, oh, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Um, so you were raised by two guys? That'd be, that'd be kind of crazy. That's so... But it's, that, that didn't happen. Oh, okay. I thought but you said that both my like, fathers are dead. I, my story got <laughs> way better for a minute. I'm just like... I was like, holy shit, I didn't know that. you're like, oh man, he's more interesting. No, no, but like, no, no. no, no, no. no. Um, my blood father was out of my life okay um, gotcha new york guy and then uh my stepfather came in but but they're both gone now okay gotcha my well, mother basically raised me yeah awesome. Yeah, she's in florida she's the only one in my family basically alive oh okay i have some stepsisters in uh new jersey yeah like some J- new jersey shore type stuff yeah they're really cool awesome but um snookies and shit running around little meatballs honestly it's pretty much that nice. yeah but I, is she proud of you now though like my mom? yeah like at first uh, she was probably a little worried yeah. now seeing how you've turned out no he's I, like kind I, of it's it's interesting how that works um you know you're always promising something you're yeah. always wanting to achieve more yeah and at the end of the day you want to take care of your mother you want to Absolutely. take care of your family yeah but I music don't, industry but might... is crazy (laughs) you know what i mean like some of my friends that i will remain nameless obviously um faked it till they made it and when they did made it made it make make it it, um it was a different situation i actually saw how that kind of affected them and i was like money changes people it does it really does some of them in a good way because um i've been around them when they were trying to fake it yeah and they were a lot more yeah aggressive and you were wondering why Right. Uh, well, because it was it. the insecurity. Sure. Yeah. But you don't, you know, looking back and transcending your body on it, you're like, wow, 
I didn't see that. Yeah, for sure. But now that I'm looking at you now, I'm like, okay. Yeah, gotcha. Cool. But I, I would like to transcend. And and really, I'm still breaking my band. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, you mentioned the label. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, so I became really good friends with Tony Brummel, who mm-hmm. runs Victory Records. Okay. Tony sold his label for over $30 million. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, and he wanted to start another label. Right. Okay? And he wanted to sign dead girls academy yet again yay and we that's somebody that believes in you yeah he became a friend and so but he's still a startup right you know and our band he's been around for like two or something years and we're still trying to uh break through as well right you know vampires ever had its moment and uh people know me from that yeah and now it's just like okay this is a new thing we're still gonna break through i think the way that you're marketing yourself though and how interactive you are with your fans that's that gives you a leg up because a lot of guys in your in your genre don't do that a lot of people don't reach out something yeah yeah, they don't you know reach out to their fans they don't respond to comments they don't you know repost their their fans in the story so i think that that was a huge part of what how i grew was literally fucking just brick by brick you have to engage sure so i think you doing that is awesome i've been getting a lot of feedback on that yeah Um, you mentioned the the suicide stuff and then the bullying stuff like um i would get people like well-respected metal bands which i really don't get a lot right of respecting me (laughs) um being like dude that was cool yeah you know and i have some of them i'm making an ep coming out and Mm. have some of them on it now yeah and it it was um it was a defining moment for me doing that kind of stuff because to be clear like i i am an extrovert yeah but at heart an introvert so when people like a fan comes over and buys merch from me at a table i still don't know what the hell to do with myself yeah no no i'm, I'm like a, i always say i'm an introverted extrovert yeah because you know it's it's different when you have people come up to you and they're like buying your stuff they're sure. freaking out over you they yeah. know every lyrics to your words to your songs and stuff like that sure. so it's like it's different it's a different vibe when you write where do you, where does your inspiration come from <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Maxine. Um, <laughs> Besides this hot little piece of ass that's sitting on the couch over here. Well, she's responsible for Inside Out. Um, oh, I wrote Inside Out about her. in the video, right? Or no? She's literally in almost every Dead Girls Academy video. Oh. I think you are in every Dead Girls Academy video, right? Yeah. No, besides, I'll find a way. Yay. Yeah. She's in all of them. Um, I had a crazy ex. Yeah. We, I gotta hate those. Oh, man. Yeah, they're Industry the person as well. Oh, no. Yeah. And she... Um, well, my dad was dying of leukemia. Oh um, my gosh! She, she smiled uh, to her friend about it. Um, the way the breakup went—that's um, fucking heartless. Uh, well, she ended up, um, you know, uh, getting my ex guitar player in her band and then dating him. That was my best friend, by the way. That was fun. She, she sounds like a real oh, she's gem. Fun. She's she sounds fun. like a sweetheart. Oh, she's fantastic. Too bad we can't name drop. <laughs> oh man. Anytime. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Okay, I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I think are we allowed to talk about this? Is she she just did a song with Tommy Vex, didn't she? She did. Okay, I know exactly who that is. That's All right. her, yeah, that's her. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. What a fucking small world. Um, yeah, very small. Um, I don't mind saying <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, very small. I don't mind saying it. Um, yeah, I mean, she hurt you, obviously. It, it, fucking, that's what. That's terrible. If your family member is in the hospital dying, my uh, husband's father died from leukemia, and mm. it is a painful, slow, terrible death. And right. For her to even think that that was cool is disgusting. That was that was a big thing for me because her father died of the same. Wow. And so um, I remember that like it was clockwork, and 
You know, um, she shared me in a way where I was, uh, I, I didn't understand it. Right. But I held on to it and it's absolutely great writing material. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, so, so you would say that some of your inspiration comes from new, beautiful love and then some of your inspiration comes from pain, um, from where you were hurt. Anything that has to, well, to be honest, I don't really write happy songs. Right. Um, but our turmoil during the start of this pandemic right. um, was inside out. Right. Um, how do we cope with this? Right. That I'm absolutely OCD. Yes. Uh, and she doesn't care. Um, so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I even and my, my no, hand me wipes and my here. husband. I'm severely OCD and he is Pigpen from oh. fucking Charlie Brown. And I'm really? just like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. So I get that. That dynamic is crazy. Yeah. Um, but it works. Yeah. It, it does work. It, it, well, it takes some work. <laughs> right. It, yeah. A lot of work. We've been together work. five years and I still, it still drives me crazy. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I drive her crazy. Yeah. So let's talk about you guys. So how did you and Maxine meet? Do you want to come over here? You little hot piece of ass. Everybody needs to come and see you. She is so beautiful. I mean, she is just striking. Yeah. They're they're true rock stars over here because they brought their they BYOB'd and they're already fucking turning up. And I love this. So how did you guys meet? Well, uh, this is like 2015. Somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. You slipped into my DMs. Oh, 2015. Yeah, 2015. Look at this. Yeah, and I think he's a. Uh, he's got long game. Yes, well, he does actually have a long game <laughs> because he messaged me and he said, "Hey, you're beautiful." Oh. That was the start, and then we were chatting for a while. Yeah. And then, like the sensible, sensible part of my brain was like, "Ellie, Scotland. I think I'll just." leave this alone right plus um i, I had answer. um i had a friend who i won't say her name and she came up to me i was showing her pictures of him and i was going oh my goodness look at this hot god guy yeah. this messaging me wow yeah he's ass too for sure you guys are hot wow. together you look good yeah i love it <laughs> the better megan fox i love it totally oh, thank you Just blows thank megan you. fox out of the water and um, and she was like no i've been talking to him he's mine and I was well, like, you gotta say her voice. Who okay. that? Say her voice. It's like Oliver Twist. You have to do it. She's from London. She's like, no, he's mine. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, respect. I'll leave that alone. And I did. For... Isn't that weird? How girls are so territorial over they me. Are, they are. Someone who so she had, she had to never met in no. real life. They had spoke for a little while, and she was like, no, he's mine. But I respected it because because that's what girls do it's yeah. girl code yeah that's a good girl so, well yeah i mm -hmm. think so mm -hmm. and um i got in a relationship with someone else for a full year mm -hmm. and then at the end of that we started talking again and then um next thing you know i'm in la and here that, we are that's it and now you're on the dumb blonde podcast and it's kind of crazy because it's, it's right after we met Oh wow! Okay, she, so, she she was at the penthouse yeah. over there in the in the plaza. Very cool. That was good times over yeah, there. It was over good times. <laughs> Wild times over there, yeah. um, from what I remember. Um, so you guys have been talking since fuck at least twenty. That's twenty sixteen, twenty fifteen. We've been so. dating since twenty sixteen. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. right after that moment. So. so I love asking other girls this because I'm with a musician. What's it like being with a musician? Is it hard you, for you? You is it... have to have a certain type of self-esteem. You need absolutely. To, you need to be able to take it because girls are going to love them. Yes. And what and I've have learned to let is love them. So that's part of. I said you have to let them love them because it's literally part of their whole yes, vibe. Yeah. And what I've noticed is, especially American girls, 
it seemed they're, they're very aggressive yes. with the men that they like. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I've never really dealt with that before. Mm. So that's been very new for me. Yeah. And totally. you just kind of have to like be like, I'm the one he's with. I'm the one he yeah. comes home to. So just yeah. And they'll get used to you over time, too. Uh, it took a long time for Jay's following to accept me, and then it also took a long time for my following to mm-hmm. accept Jay, you know? Yeah. But when they see a united front and you guys actually, like, standing together and just getting through life together, they have no choice but to respect it. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about some OnlyFans. Oh. <laughs> let's get right to it, because I know you guys want to watch them fuck. So, uh, I know, okay, so maybe he may or may not be on OnlyFans. We don't know about that, but we know for sure you have an OnlyFans, correct? I do. I'm new to it. I'm still new. I'm still That's okay. New. I'm That's, still, I'm still working out um, what I need to do and and what I'm comfortable with. I'm still figuring it Absolutely. out. Absolutely. But listen, when you say that you're new, every men love that. They love newbies because they mm. can, you know, it's like, I don't know, it's, it's their thing. It's a sick thing that men have, but... You, knowing that you're new on the platform, they'll absolutely love that. So that's good. Um, and you can, and you can, sh- you can do whatever you want on there. People just want to engage with you. It's like I was telling my last interview that was just here a second ago. They're not per se they're paying for your content, but they're really paying for your time and just to talk to you and see you and him, of course, together. So mm-hmm. um, why don't you shout out your OnlyFans so people can find it? Oh, so I'm Maxine six six six. <laughs> Very rock star. So is it spelled out 666 or is it just the number 666? Number 666. Okay, so Maxine 666. Mm-hmm. So it's com. Maxine 666. You guys are going to have to go over there and check it out. Let's ju- shoot back over here to you. So your album you just dropped. Okay. What? Let's talk about that and sure. let's plug that for sure. Well, <laughs> um, I just dropped a uh, an album called Doves and Glass Houses. Yes. It's out on Mission 2 Entertainment. Absolutely. And um, I think it's three months old now, and uh, we dropped it during the pandemic. It was a very bold move. Yeah. So you can head over to everything that involves music and just put that in the search engine. Absolutely. Just and doves it will and show glass up. houses. Doves and glass houses, yeah. yeah. Awesome. And you guys were having some problem with censorship on YouTube? Oh, yes. Dude. I got so much flack for moving my podcast over to fucking, for moving it over to Patreon because YouTube was fucking censoring every, I can like cuss. Yes. I couldn't talk about, like I had girls come on that were talking about being raped and stuff like that. They would censor me when sure. they're trying to tell their story. Mm-hmm. So you guys shot a super hot video. I watched it. I was like, this is hot. And I think you're the one that's in the video, right? Yeah. I was like, who is this bitch? And this is before I knew that she was with you. Right, and right. I was like, I think I watched it like a few months ago. I was like, this chick is so fucking hot. And come to find out who she is. <laughs> um, so it, the whole theme of the video is like vampires and the, like it's all hot chicks just all over the bed. Of course. Well, it, it was, he said, it, of course. <laughs> it, it, was, it was very interesting how this went down. Um, my friend Scott Hansen, I've known him for years. He yeah. shot my videos actually since my uh, uh, since Love Show, another pop punk band I played I played uh, bass in. Right. And he came out um, and uh, we were like, okay, I had some really beautiful girls in the video. And yeah, really he's hot. like, you know, so what are we doing here in the house? You know, I was like, I guess it could be a lingerie. <laughs> and so we put them in lingerie. And at the end of the day, I didn't think it would be that crude provocative or whatever sure sure right. um and um tony owns the label he's like man you know i've seen some fucked up videos right. but this looks pg-13 to me absolutely um but youtube not youtube but google itself wow um would not allow it at all 
Um, even third-party markets for advertising said, I'm sorry, I don't understand what's going on. But yet you have people like Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Right, just twerking you know, their asses off. Well, well beyond that in some right. of their videos, right? right, right? right. Um, it's all gravy. Um, Post Malone can cut off heads as a samurai. Let's be clear. They pick and choose who they want well, to Well, labels with. have deals with these industries. Gotcha. Whether Now, Spotify also gave some of their rights away two major record labels because wow. that's a big deal and the same acquired for videos so when you want to do something very extravagant or very racy if you will um if you're not part of that conglomerate right welcome to that. i never knew that yeah. that makes so much sense because uh my husband dropped a song called suicide that he had written about us and when we did the video they made us change the title sure and there's like so many songs on youtube on youtube yeah. that are labeled suicide and when, it's when like that drop uh, it dropped. When did suicide drop? May, June of last yeah. of this year? this year, last year, last year, 2019. Oh, last year, okay, we're still last year. Yeah. Here, the platformers are a little bit more um, politically, if they say correct. Yeah. Um, with they're always updating. They're the monitoring terms. now. Yeah. It's, way more than before. Oh, dude, Instagram. Yeah. I can't even post fucking barely naked pictures anymore. Yeah. I have to. <laughs> that's why I'm like fully clothed on there and like post only fucking once a week now because literally they they change their terms terms of service. They're deleting verified accounts. Really? Oh yeah. It you just because you have a blue wow. check doesn't mean you're safe. Yeah. Yeah. I thought those were like the verified accounts the no we thought it, we thought Every so too time. dude little duval one of the rappers just got his account deleted um one of the trisha paytas had her fucking yes, account deleted I saw that. Yeah. can't wow. get it back like it's crazy so yeah you guys be really careful on only uh not on only <laughs> go wild on only fans <laughs> you guys be really careful on instagram so why don't you tell people where they can find you and um like all your social medias so sure. that uh, you can find me at the real Michael Vampire because some other fan took Michael Vampire. Appreciate that. Yeah, I hate and, that. Oh, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. um, as well as <laughs> Dead Girls Academy. I mean, Yay. just look me up at Dead Girls Academy. Yes. Yeah. Totally. And Maxine, you want to plug yourself besides the OnlyFans? So I'm only really on Instagram. So it's the exorcism of Maxine. Yay. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> you guys are like perfect for each other. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Dumb Blonde and watching. I'm fucking, I can't think. Thank uh. you guys for watching. I will see you guys next week. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.